Welcome back, Alchemist. This is the 52 Weeks to Wealth. My name is Walter Morell, the real estate mentor, and I'm on a mission to build 100 millionaires who are inspired to build 100 millionaires. If you're on the call and you're looking to build millionaires as well, throw your hands to the camera if that's why you're here. Excellent. If you're looking to become one of those millionaires, you want to make more money, you want to make more cash this year, you're ready to do it with less work, throw your hands to the camera if that's one of the goals. Excellent. So we do this every single week. There's 52 wealth principles that lead to a person's success. Most people are not aware of these wealth principles. Most people go through life and they just travel through and they think that, okay, by 40, 50, I'm going to be okay. By 60, 70, I'm going to retire. Who was told at some point that retiring at 55 was a decent age to retire? Who's told this? Excellent. Who now believes they should be able to retire in the next three to five years? Excellent. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're in the right place. I'm in the right place. I know I'm hanging with the right people because anybody who doesn't believe it's possible to retire in three to five years is wrong. They're believing or living the lie. And we're going to go live on TikTok so that the people on the TikTok don't have to live the lie either. There you go. So wealth principle 48. This is where we're at. We've been traveling through the wealth principles for the last 48 months. I know you said there's 52 and you think we'd start at the beginning of the year. That's not how it works. Because every year we shift the wealth principles by one week. There's one week that we skip, and that is the week of the October 100 Millionaire Summit, which, as many of you know, it is coming up already. In my mind, that summit started the moment the last summit ended. Hans Kim, if you were at the 100 Millionaire Summit this year, and you met at least five millionaires, at least five. Awesome. Who met 10 millionaires this year at the summit in one room over three days? Awesome. Who here got to see at least 15 millionaires on stage? 15 millionaires on stage. Excellent. Who got to shake hands, high five, take a picture with any of those millionaires who were on stage? Who got to take a picture, hand five, or talk to at least five of them? Awesome. Fantastic. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're in the right room. So millionaires hang out with other millionaires. Fact number one. You can't get around this. Millionaires hang with other millionaires. Wealth principle 48 is know thyself. Now, why is this important to know thyself? Has anybody uh, ever tried to do something with the with a person you didn't understand? Has anybody ever tried to like be at a party or um, not a party? Let, let's say you're in a you're in a team sport. We'll call it dodgeball. Who remembers like school dodgeball? Right, being picked last, <laughs> like that nervousness, or being picked first. Maybe some of you were like those those excellent uh, athletes. I was not, so I was usually picked like middle to last. It was very embarrassing to me. I always had my head down. Now, dodgeball, I didn't know anybody. When I tried to play the game and I couldn't, I couldn't tell people what to do. I didn't know their names. They didn't know my name. I was always like a stranger in school. So because I didn't talk to anybody. Who here's ever had that problem? Not communicating with other people meant you didn't have options, right? So okay, maybe I'm the only one. Shoot. <laughs> so early on, I didn't really know of the importance of communicating with others. And like if I didn't understand what other people wanted, I couldn't tell them, hey, you know, take the ball or or get out of the way or move. Like I was just shouting commands, kind of like. Just a mean person. Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like when people shout commands at you and you, they don't know who you are? So Wealth Principle 48 is designed around knowing thyself so that you can understand others. When you know thyself, when you know yourself, you can actually change yourself. Who here knows that personal development is about change? You have to change you. If you're broke and you're not happy in your life, something about you has to change because you are the common denominator in every one of those scenarios. We agree? We're not in denial here. We all agree that maybe there's something about us that needs to be changed. Awesome. So Wealth Principle 48 is addressing 
yourself, like how to get to know yourself a little bit better. And we're going to do it today. We're going to do it in a short period of time. We're going to get to know you at a deep level. You're going to get to know you. And I'm going to show you how to understand others at a deep level so that you can move forward in a powerful way. Who here is excited about knowing thyself better so you can make more money this year? Excellent. Excellent. Now, I want to be very clear. We make more money so we can help more people. True or true? Like that's that's part of the reasons we make more money. Excellent. We're not just doing it because we want to have a Lambo or Bugatti or we want to have the fancy cars. And if you want those things and I believe you deserve them, go and get them. But there's going to be some steps that you have to take in order to get there. It's kind of like like knowing yourself is kind of like not being able to um, not being able to see a thing, right? Like who has noticed that there's a voice inside your head sometimes? Anybody notice a voice inside your head? Like it's kind of like saying things, but you can't see it. Nobody else can see it. Like nobody else understands what's going on inside of there. But but the stuff, the turmoil, the energy that's happening inside your head is actively affecting what happens on the outside. My high level of energy gets my hands moving, gets my body moving, gets me talking at a faster rate of uh, speed, right? Because I'm excited. But you can't see that unless I express it through my body. Hence the camera, if you have a body as well, prove it with the hand, right? <laughs> There it is. We, we recognize you got one. Okay. So you're, you physically have this thing, but inside all this magic is happening that other people can't see. They don't understand you. They don't know you. And even sometimes you don't know you like who Harris felt like, why did I do that? Like, Oh my God, self-sabotage. Like I wake up on time. Like I was supposed to do things. Hence care. If you've like messed up your life and then look back and be like, why did I do that? Like, I know better. I'm smarter than this. The reason is because we haven't taken the time to know thyself. Uh, who's heard as within, so without, right? What, what happens within kind of happens on the outside. Who you are on the inside attracts who you want to be. So if you're not with the people you want to be with, maybe it's you who's got to change. Again, you are the common denominator in all the problems in your life. But you're also, benefit, the common denominator in all the good things that happen to you. So the good things that are occurring in your life, you are the cause as well. You're responsible for the money you're making. You're responsible for that great shape you're in. You're responsible for the amazing friends you have, the spouse you have, and the business you have. Now, if you're not happy with any one of those, you're also obviously the fault. So how do we know ourselves at a deep level? Uh, in, in fact, before we get into like how, let me just one more time say that there are things that you can't see that are real, like electricity, right? If you look at your hair and you put it inside of an electric socket, you are going to get zapped and it's going to hurt, right? Who's, who's done this before? I remember doing this as a child. I learned the hard way. <laughs> Put my fingers inside the socket, thought it was going to be cool. It was not cool. And then I did it again. Yeah, I couldn't figure did out that what same happened. Thing. <laughs> a lot of us have done it, right? So this this electricity thing, it's it's deadly, right? It can hurt us, it's deadly. But at the same time, we're all using it to charge our cell phones. Many of you are charging your cell phone right now, right? And we need it to run these magical devices. So we know electricity works. Electricity is in our cars, it's in our our houses, it's it's running all the time, but we cannot see the electricity itself, and yet it's there working. We don't question its existence. True or true? Hence the camera, if you you agree, you don't question whether electricity exists. You're still paying the bill, right? If it if it's not real, why pay the electric bill, right? It clearly exists. It clearly has tangible value to you on some level because you're able to use it in this in this real world. Your mindset, your thoughts, your energy in your mind is kind of like electricity. Your ideas, your thoughts, the, the things that you're thinking, your emotions, they're kind of like electricity. They don't quite matter until you apply them to something real, until you decide to put them into the real world. What about this morning? Who here got dressed this morning? 
We're about to find out who went out late last night and didn't get dressed. <laughs> All right. So most of you got dressed this morning. Most of you had a change of clothes, right? Then some of you decided to go out and drink and party last night and didn't have to change your clothes. You just partied all the way through the night and showed up here. So not encouraging it, but here's what I'll tell you. The people who made a decision to go to bed on time, to wake up on time, some of you on the West Coast, it's seven o'clock on your time right now. Let's give our, our West Coast folks a big round of applause for showing up, right? I know Vinny Chopra's out there listening to us right now doing his miracle morning, seven o'clock in the morning, every day. He, that's why he's a billionaire though. He's got habits, he's got routines, he's consistent. He knows himself. So we uh, we make these changes because something in our mind says, get up, put clothes on, brush your teeth, shower up, go and eat some food. Like our mind has the thoughts before we take the actions. Who's caught this? Caught the thoughts before you took the action. Who here's negotiated with yourself? Maybe it was late last night and you wanted to stay up a little bit later, but you negotiate with yourself. You know what? I got to go to bed. Who here's had that conversation? Right? Because like, I just, look, you got to go to bed, bro. Like, come on, it's time. Come on, let mush, mush. And look, just one more, just one more, right? I'll scroll one more time, one more time. And then you get stuck in that YouTube video uh, for the wormhole or TikTok now. Knowing thyself, knowing our weaknesses means we can prevent some of them. It means we can change some of them. If we know for certain, if I open TikTok, who here has the app, has downloaded TikTok? And if you're on TikTok right now, you got the app, I know for sure. So who, you've downloaded the app, you know you open it, you're in trouble. Like, you know, the moment that app is open, there goes 15 minutes. Like, it's it's just like you're holding the phone like this, like, I don't know if I should. I know I shouldn't, but I, and there it is, sucked in the wormhole. And then we're here, like, consuming. And, and this is the crazy part. We're laughing. We're having fun. Like, I watched a TikTok the other day that made me almost, like, open the window to my house and just start like laugh so the world could hear me laugh. Cause I was laughing alone in the house and it was so like loud and it echoed. And I was like, people need to hear how loud I can laugh. This is insane because there was a person, a little person, a, a little baby, a child who was driving this little vehicle with their, their hands. And like, who's seen these TikTok videos with the kids in like the vehicles with their hands. Like, so it's like a joystick thing, like the lawnmowers and they're driving and one of them, and so it's like video, 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 video of like kids playing around these things. And there's one where this kid fell asleep and their hand is on the joystick and it's just going in circles. And I couldn't stop laughing because the child was passed out, but the car was still running. That's kind of how most of you run through your life, though. Past, like you see people who are successfully driving. You see people who have no clue what they're doing. And then there's some people who are just like, they're falling asleep at the steering wheel the the body's moving doing things but like they're not here they're not making any real decisions for themselves who's been caught in what i call drifting just drifting in life just you know like we know these people right we and so we've done it but most of the world is still doing it most of the world is not showing up and figuring out who they are they're not paying attention to what moves them they're not paying attention to what serves them they're not paying attention to the the skill sets they could acquire today so that tomorrow they wouldn't have to work again. And sometimes today and tomorrow could take years to get to tomorrow to build those assets. I saw a third this morning about that. Right? He said, it's just, it's like overnight, man. Like I did the things that you said to do like overnight, like success. 
Now I had a sale. Then I had another sale. And it's like, well, Thurban, didn't you spend the last six months building yourself to that point? Didn't you spend the last six months building your program, getting yourself to, to the point where your products were available for people, where you felt confident around what you were doing? Like it wasn't necessarily an overnight success, my friend. And it wasn't just the conversation you had with me that got you to go and take the action. You you had to come to terms with your financial situation as well. You had to get to the point where it was bad enough, where you were finally motivated enough to go and make a change. Hence, Karen, if you are motivated to make a change, if we're ready to rock. So we're going to talk about something very special. I, was, I talked to Vinny this weekend, uh, this week on Thursday, the Abundance Thursdays, and uh, I asked him about behavioral tests because I was talking about knowing thyself, like how to know yourself better, how to like figure out like how to motivate yourself to do the right thing so you take the right actions so you can either have the, the body, the money, or the relationship that you're looking for. Who would like a better relationship with their spouse? Anybody? <laughs> you're Oh, yeah, you already got the perfect relationship, right? No, if you want a better relationship with your spouse, you got to know thyself, right? Who would like to make more money this year? Like a hundred, like six figures. Who wants six figures? Okay, okay. Who wants seven figures? Who's going for the seven this year? Hell yeah. Give yourselves a round of applause. I like those numbers. What about my eight-figure earners? Who's going for the eight? Excellent. Let's do it. All right. You're going to have to know yourself so you can improve the actions you're taking during the day and the people you're communicating with. There are people, if you want to learn, earn eight figures, seven figures, six figures, there are people who are five-figure earners when you communicate with them. When you communicate with somebody who can only ever help you move to five figures, you're never going to get to six figures. When you communicate to people who will help you get to six figures, you're going to get six figures. When you communicate to people who are going to help you get to seven, you get to seven. What I mean is there's a certain type of client that pays the amount that your business to make seven figures makes. So if you want to make $1 million this year, who, who's interested in a million dollars this year? Let's show the hands. Millie, the Millie. All right. That's a hundred people times $10,000. If you're talking to people who can only pay a thousand dollars, you're never going to get to a million dollars. That would mean you have to talk to a thousand people. That now is a very expensive product to market to, to find a thousand people is really hard to find a hundred people is very easy. Open your cell phone. Who has more than a hundred people in their cell phone? All right. The challenge is many of the people in your cell phone are not the people who are going to get you to your goal. Many of the people in your cell phone are broke. So we got to get rid of them, right? We got to adjust them. What are one of the strategies? I was talking to Vinny this weekend and he said, you got to understand DISC. He's like, there's a behavioral test, a behavioral uh, idea. Tony Robbins really popularized this uh, back in the early 2000s. He really popularized the, the strategy of DISC. Now it's an older product. It's kind of like Myers-Briggs, but simpler. And we use it in sales. Who here knows that they're a salesperson, knows they got to make money? Or if you don't talk to people, like you're not going to have money. All the money you want is in the hands of other people. We figured that out already early on. Like there's no more in your house, like all the cash that you want that you're looking for to the hands of other people, right? This hundred thousand was in somebody else's hands before I went and I grabbed it. And by grab, I mean, I had a conversation, I added value and they said, please take this money from your hands to camera. If you can add value to other people's lives. Excellent. If you can add value, like if you can help them become a millionaire, then you can have income. So DISC is something we use for real estate agents in sales. We primarily, who here's a real estate investor looking to buy real estate cash flow. Multifamily, single family, doing some flips. All right. So we've got our real estate investors on the call. What about my real estate agents? What are my licensed agents, salespeople, hustlers, grinders? All right. So we got a, a mix. Investors, you need agents hustling for you. So it's very important for you to understand yourself and the type of agent you want to recruit to your business. One of the challenges is most of the agents you recruit will not become successful for you. Most agents will not go and find deals. Most agents will not go and find the money for you. Most agents will not let you talk to their past clients. Most agents are not really interested in helping or working with investors. Who's felt that already, my real estate investors? Who's already felt like most agents are just like, they're, they're all talk, but they're like, yo, it's on MLS, go take a look. 
what we're attracting, what we're building are investor-friendly agents who know how to find deals, who know how to raise capital, and know how to do creative finance. Enhance camera if that makes life a lot easier. So in order to like find those people, you got to understand what they look like, like how they operate, what kind of personalities they are. And then with the right behavioral personality, then you can teach them. But if you teach the wrong people, then they're not going to take any action because again, asleep at the wheel. It's like the little baby just driving the joystick and you know sleeping at the wheel. So we're going to go into disc. Who would like to learn how to learn disc today? How do I evaluate a human being just by looking at them and have, asking a couple of questions? So this is how you make money in sales. If you can learn their disc profile, you can communicate in their disc style. If you can't identify who they are, then you're going to be taking a random guess as you're communicating. Who's tired of the randomness of life? You want to now know who's going to earn you six figures, who's going to earn you seven figures. All right, let's dive into this. Uh, there are five reasons for behavior uh, behavioral tests. So uh, here are the five benefits for taking behavioral tests. The first one is identifying your own strengths. It's very important to recognize if you come in a certain way, then you should be doing those tasks. But if you don't show up in a different way, don't show up for those tasks. You got to hire that out, find a partner, bring somebody else in. If you're always trying to focus on your weaknesses, guess what? You're going to remain weak in your business. If you focus on your strengths and the strengths of others, you're going to build a strong business. Who here has been told, oh, you got to work on your weaknesses? Anybody been told that? Lies. They are lies. <laughs> <laughs> they are lying to you. You can never outwork your weaknesses, but what you can do is surround yourself with people with strengths. And if you like, that's very easy to do. You, you try to work on your weaknesses. You're always going to have a weakness. Number two, leverage your strengths, identify your strengths so you can leverage them. When you recognize you're a good, a good communicator, you know what you should do? Put yourself in front of more communication opportunities more opportunities to communicate. If you recognize you're a good tactician, put yourself in a place where you're paid for your tactical work. If you identify your, that you are a very good caregiver, put yourself in a position where caring, giving, giving that care pays you very well. Hence, if you understand, these are strengths. These are strengths that make a lot of sense. Excellent. If you recognize you're a fun person, right? Put yourself in a position where being fun pays you. A lot of artists, right? All right, number three, benefits. Areas for improvement. When you identify areas that you can improve, when you identify your strengths, you now know what you should work on. I'm not saying work on your weaknesses. I'm saying work on your strengths. Identify how you, what skill you could acquire to leverage your personality better. I learned communication after recognizing I was very good at getting people's attention. I was not a good communicator. I was a good attention grabber. I, was, I loved the idea of, shocking the system, like going and like seeing like, what do you want? And being like, I got it already. But in order to do that effectively, I had to learn communication. And that costs a lot of money and time to acquire that skill. Hence, can't you understand, it's the highest paid skill on the planet. That was the other reason that I started communicating better because I recognize it pays the best because all the money that you want is in the hands of other people. So you need relationships in, in order to foster relationships. You need to be able to communicate. Number four benefit to DISC profiles, like understanding behavioral tests and personality tests, is you understand and can adjust to others. You are not stuck the way you are. Thank God. Because if you were, you'd be stuck with whatever your life is right now. Look around your house, look around your kitchen, your living room. That's what you'd have. 
Fortunately, you can change. You can adjust yourself. And if you're in a situation where you like the person, they do things morally, ethically, and legally, and they're wealthy enough for you to decide, or they want your product, and it's time for you to convince them that you're the right person to work with, then you may have to adjust your language. Who here understands it's okay to adjust your language to somebody else. Then, okay, we, we're not 100% certain. Check this one out. When I used to work in Fall River, the city was primarily owned by Portuguese, older Portuguese generation people. I didn't speak Portuguese. So when I went into a house, if I didn't speak Portuguese to a Portuguese person, I lost the listing every single time. Every single time I would lose it because I would lose it to the guy who spoke Portuguese. And so what I did, because I am Portuguese by heritage, I went to my father or my grandfather. I said, teach me Portuguese. And they were like, well, that takes a long time. And I said, the only thing I need to know is, hello, I do not speak Portuguese at all, but I want to have a conversation with you because I love your house. I learned those words. I learned uh, casa. <laughs> I had to say casa. I said bonita, right? Beautiful house. And uh, I, I learned a couple of words and I said, por favor, we, you know, we said, thank you, uh, please. You know, uh, obrigado is thank you. Like I started learning these little words and it made it a lot easier for me to communicate. And then here's what happened. As I was at their properties, they showed me how to communicate with them. They started teaching me Porsches, like the, the sellers of the property started teaching me a little bit more and a little bit more. And I started getting better at listing. And I didn't speak much Porsches at all in those houses. What I did was for a moment, speak their language terribly. But because I spoke their language terribly, they understood I was trying. Hence the camera, if you understand, that's why we shift our language. So even though that was two separate languages, DISC is the same exact thing. It's speaking English in a different way. It's learning English all over again. If I find somebody's analytical, I cannot speak in vague, you know, powerisms like, oh yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna we're gonna explode. I have to tactically walk them through the steps on how this is going to effectively work and the process and system behind its effectiveness. Does that make sense? I have to shift my language in a way that could be understood by somebody who's thinking practically and tactically. When I'm speaking to somebody who is really high power, like they just want ROI and results, I have to let them know what the ROI is, how much time they're going to put in, how much effort they're going to have to put in, and what their return on investment is. Does that, does that make it sense? Make it it's clear to you. So we can adjust, all right? We can adjust. Number five, you're going to get stronger relationships. In your pre-existing relationships, when you understand the disc of the people you're close to, when you understand the disc of your business partners or your family or your spouse or your kids, you're going to be able to go deeper in those relationships because you're going to understand them. If you're a fast-speaking person and they're a slow-speaking person, you're going to have to slow down. And when you do that, they're going to feel like you're listening to them and vice versa. Versa. If you're somebody who speaks very slowly and you start speaking a little bit faster for them, they're going to feel like you care. Who's already felt this before with somebody else? Somebody in your life or like they, they just, you know, shifted their language for a moment and you're like, oh my God, they're really paying attention to me. This is, they're really coming to my level. They're like, they're listening to me. Even though you haven't listened, you've changed how you communicate. You've gone into something called rapport. 